welcome to another episode of I Hope I Get It, the podcast. I'm Taryn Stain, and today we have a very special guest. Today, my guest is a very good friend of mine, Ashley Butcher. Ashley is a Port Elizabeth-born actor and musician with a number of professional musical theatre and TV credits under her belt. Most recently, she toured nationally with the cast of Here's to You, the Simon and Garfunkel songbook, and featured in both the Lay's and Tastic TV commercials. In real life, she's passionate about sustainability, melancholy music, and other people's dogs. Ashley is one of my favorite people on the planet, and I'm so, so glad that she joined me for this week's episode. So, enjoy. So, guys, today on I Hope I Get It, the podcast, we have my very good friend, <laughs> Ashley Butcher. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Um, Ash and I first met when I came back to South Africa after living and working in America for five years. I came back and we did a show, Peppa Pig, and we had a <laughs> lot of fun. It was great. I hadn't done shows yeah. in so long, so I was so glad to get back into that, into that vibe. And I was so glad that um, that you were part of the team because. Um, I obviously haven't worked, hadn't worked in South Africa. And then I was like, I had to start from scratch. And I was so unfamiliar with like the industry here and like how it all works and stuff like that. But you were so great giving me tips and tricks and stuff to (laughs) keep the hustle alive. So I'm so glad you've agreed to to chat with me today. So thanks for that. So like I said, so like I said, we're going to talk about just, like tales from the audition room. So let's get started by telling us what was the best audition you've ever had. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a job that you got, but like you just walked out of there and you were like, man, I gave, I could not have given any more than what I did. Yeah. I, yeah. I, hear you. I, I suppose I, I struggle quite a lot with, with nerves, mm-hmm. uh, especially like the older I've got, I've, it's been quite a struggle for me. I never used to be as nervous back in the day. And now these days I get really, really nervous. So I kind of, the ones that stand out to me the most are the ones where I, you know, somehow managed to get over that. Yeah. And there's like, there's two that I, that I can think of. Um, the one was, uh, I did a show with, with Jonathan Rocksmith, um, Great Balls of Fire, oh, yes. which was like a Jerry Lee Lewis story. Um, which was really wonderful to be a part of. But the audition itself was just so cool. And I remember Wesley phoned me like two nights before and he said, hey, Ash, got this gig. Can you audition for it, please? Here's the script, whatever. I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I learned this little two or three page script and learned the song that they sent to me. And Mm -hmm. he said, cool, meet us here. And I wasn't really sure if it was like an open audition or what it was, but it ended up being like just me. And I got to do the scene with John just like over and over and over. And Wesley oh, that's changed really nice. It was, it was really amazing. It was the first time that I'd ever done an audition where the acting was first. Okay. Um, yes. And it really like put me at ease, which I think, as I said, is like the most important for me. So we had just such a good time doing that. Then we moved over to do the singing. I had my guitar with me. It was one of those like play, play the instruments. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, we we sang through the song and it was so great and it was so relaxed and they were so nice and that really sticks out to me as being just such a good audition because it was it didn't have 
those audition, you know, nerves yeah. attached to it. Yeah. And then the the second one that I can think of um, was, it was in Cape Town. It was for We Will Rock You. Oh, yes. And I remember walking in there. I, I was down already in Cape Town for Here's the Here's to You tour, which I yes. saw you that yes. time I saw you. Um, so good. And so good. <laughs> no, I mean, so good to see you. Not so good, the show. <laughs> no, but, I, but I'm saying the show was so good. I loved that show. My sister and I still talk about it. We loved it. Oh, really? Yeah. It was so nice to have you guys. Um, but yeah, so we, I, I was already there and I was in such a good headspace. Like I was feeling so like good about what I was doing. I was feeling so happy about the show that I was in. I was feeling just like really on top of the world. The people around me were amazing. I was in just a really good personal headspace. Yeah. And then when I got to the audition, um, we had been like partying the night before. This sounds terrible, but <laughs> I hadn't even really thought about my audition song. Usually I'm pre like prepping weeks in advance, like yeah. trying, going through vocal lessons, trying all the placements, like practicing every day. Yeah. This one I was like, ah, oh, you know, whatever, I'll wing it in the morning. Yeah. Took like my favorite ACDC song. And <laughs> waited there. I was I was in such a good mood that I wasn't even nervous. And I walked in there and I said, like, you know, hello, good morning. And they said, Hey, what are you singing? And I said, I'm singing Highway to Hell A C D C. And I saw them all be like, Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. weird. Okay. Um, and yeah, I, I just had a I had a really good I had a really good sing that day. I felt really happy and really confident. And obviously I got through to to uh, callbacks and whatever, and I may or may not have got the gig. No one is allowed to say anything. Ooh. What? <laughs> um, um, that's so yeah, great. So that was it. It's. I think it's so um, important if you if you wake up and you kind of like set the intention for yourself that that day, like I'm gonna, it's gonna be a good day. Like I had a friend. Yeah. Who, who who um who I was talking to and she was saying that if she has an audition she gets up and she's like even if she reads like a Pinterest quote it just just gets her mindset in the game ready to go totally I think that's good I think it makes such a big difference that the headspace you're in yeah and if you if you allow yourself to get really worked up and really nervous you're going to inevitably have a bad audition yeah. like i think nerves and adrenaline it, it can be great it can help you in some way but once you get past that certain point you're yeah. not breathing oh listen to this whole airplane go past oh um, yeah you're not you're not breathing properly you're not supporting properly yes you know, you've, you've passed that point. Yeah. And so you really do need to keep yourself and in I, a good headspace. And I think, because then if you if you are so focused on, oh my God, I'm so nervous. You are in your head the whole time and you forget yeah. everything. It doesn't matter if you've prepped for 10 weeks before, you forget everything because you're so focused on my nerves. Um, totally. Oh, 100%. I love that um, at the, was it, is it Great Balls of Fire that you, the first one you spoke about, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, I love yeah. that the um that you did the acting part first, and that it wasn't like okay, you read the scene once and then it's done. Like they were like, try it this way, try it that way. That's so cool. Um, that you so get cool. kind of so different and to play in the room because I think that also can because I think seeing how somebody works as well shows you like yeah. how your rehearsal process might be. If you're with, you know, I'm, I'm going to be with this person in, in a rehearsal room for four weeks or whatever it is. Um, and look how she, you know, she's quick to adapt. She, she takes direction. So I think that's super helpful as well. 
I agree with you, like from a creative team perspective as well. Mm. I, I was speaking to someone literally yesterday about auditions and uh, he was talking about self-tape auditions yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And it got me thinking, you know, what do we actually put forward in the audition room? Because mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not the best we can do most of the time. Right, it's yeah, usually right. like a really like nerved up mm -hmm. different version of ourselves. Like it's actually only some people can really put their best foot forward. Those who are just so good at that kind of kind thing. Of thing. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's quite interesting, even now with the kind of age of self tapes. Yes. You know, we're able to do the self tapes four or five times, pick our best one and actually put our best Put forward so it's, yeah. it's quite an interesting it's an interesting idea as you say like even for the creative team what is better maybe a more relaxed atmosphere gets mm. the most out of people but then yes. if, obviously if you have 500 people there you can't do yeah. that with everyone so right that's trying true. to find the balance i think yeah. um speaking of the self-tapes um yeah. i like you said you can you can do five takes and then you give them your best one but I, sometimes for me, I can do like 10 takes and I'm so, and like the 10th take, everything is right. Technically everything mm -hmm. is right. But I, yes. I'm so, I'm so far removed from the performance because I've, I've, it's just, just so much that has happened. So I do this thing now where it's like, I just do one take because that's what I would have given if I was in the room with you. Yeah. So I just yeah, let me yeah. do the one and, and, and send it. Um, totally. Just, that's a great that, idea. Yeah, you know, at that moment, that is when my nerves are. Everything's kind of at its best for me, anyway. Everything's yeah. really super fresh, and this is what you got. And enjoy. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, unless you make a huge like blooper mistake, forget your words. Then right. you know you can start again. But even like I agree with you. I often do the self tape thing, take like four takes, and then I end up taking my first or second take. Yes. Not usually my last take. Yes. And also, um, if, the so first one exactly was, if the first one was fine, and then you're like, okay, but maybe I can do it better. So you do like two and three, and then you start like messing up the words, and you're like, ah. Oh. By the time you get to take 10, you are so frustrated with yourself because why can you not remember the words? Why won't my mouth do what I need it to do? Um, True. And I guess, that, and then you do end up using the first one anyway. So you've wasted all that Perfect. energy on stuff that you could have been doing something else. <laughs> 100% you're right you're so so right so now we've spoken about your best audition what was the worst audition that you've had you know you know, I, you, I know you're laughing because you know exactly what I'm talking about you know when you walk out of it and you're like what was that you feel so ashamed you oh, want to just you're like you, you, anyone. I'm not worthy of being in this profession <laughs> 100% I I mean as I said to you in the beginning of the of the best audition speech um I'm very I do get very nervous mm. like I, I tend I tend to sometimes sabotage myself a bit with my nerves and oh, there have been a few instances, 100%. yeah there's a few instances where like I don't know if you can relate to this but I'm, I'm sure you can I'm sure it's not just me it's like you've, you've you've started your song for me it's always singing dancing acting I don't really get nervous for but singing it's just terrifying um and you sit you're standing there mm -hmm. and you you are singing and it's going badly and it's almost like you live this whole thing inside your head 
yeah. you're like, wow, this is going so badly right now. Wow, I never sing like this. Yeah. What's happening? And, oh, look at him. He looks like he really doesn't like this. Oh, I must just smile to pretend like everything's okay. Like you just have this like crazy dialogue yes. inside. Yeah. You're like living two separate lives at once. Your body, you like lifting Absolutely. away from your body. It's so cringy. I have had that experience before and it's awful because it's awful because I'm pretty sure I wish that I could see my face while I'm doing yeah. that because there's just no way that the panic is is not on my face like I I'm sure that it, it's in my eyes it's in my face I, I wish that I could see what I look like in that moment because I'm pretty sure it's horrific <laughs> I'm pretty sure I overcompensate like I'm just <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah give him that great <laughs> chorus line smile <laughs> an extra jazz yeah. hand let me just hold this note for a little uh, bit longer just to make with the fact that there's panic all over my face totally or if you're holding a note that's actually going well it just holds and, it and really, really yeah, long. yeah like i'll just hold this forever <laughs> like looking at the pianist like please save me <laughs> I've a hundred percent had that. Um, oh, totally. So we've spoken about like, you know, good additions and bad additions and you've spoken about nerves. Um, I, I also feel that my nerves sometimes they control me and, and it's, it's yeah. I allow it to control me. Like I'm, I need to be more in control of, of me. And I just allow my nerves to just run away with me sometimes. And like you said, yeah. that you feel like you, you get more nervous the older the older yes. And I also feel like that um, slightly. I feel like when I was in my 20s, okay, I'm not that old. I'm making myself, myself sound really old. I'm really not that old. You were just in your 20s at one second like, ago. Literally two years ago, I was in my 20s. Anyway, <laughs> so when I was in like, like, so maybe you should say like fresh out of college. When I was just out of college. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, but you just, you're like, I own this. You know what I mean? There's just this, this confidence in you. And I don't know if it's because you've just come out of an environment where you feel super nurtured, like college. And then, so you just, you know, and then I think just all the rejection in the industry just makes you like, oh, but maybe I'm not good enough. And so you just doubt yourself and all of that just piles on. And I think that. And then, like, the older you get, you're just like, can I still do this? So you you st- sort of start to stop trusting yourself and your ability, which sucks. That's, yeah, that's, that's true. And, I mean, I think in my personal experience, um, what, like, which I won't go into that detail, but along my kind of journey, there have been some strong naysayers. Oh, yeah. There have been some people, people um, you know, who have certain power or have whatever mm-hmm. um who haven't been fans and who haven't whatever and i've allowed that to also affect me a lot and oh, yes. if they are involved in something or they watch something it's like i've i become i become i'm debilitated I, yes. I, I can't do it and it's i mean it's it's difficult because obviously you you can't allow that stuff to affect you and at the end of the day you're only sabotaging yourself so yeah. you got to try find things that help you and mm-hmm. And whatever and I I've, I've you know I've spoken to like a therapist about it I've like looked at like medicine options for it um yeah because I I want to I want to carry on going I want to right yeah Absolutely. do this for as long as possible and to get to that point I think will be really beneficial and I I think maybe for everyone it's it's yeah. learning to try and find those ways to cope and 
mm. to be able to put your best foot forward when you need to. Yes. You know? And I think it's important to find something that works for you. So what, what works for you might mm. not necessarily work for me. Um, so, Absolutely, yeah. And, and I think we all have, and I call them, I have like a monster hall of fame. It's like people who, I, who... Oh, the naysayers the people who yeah absolutely I allow them to get into my head and rob me of the moment that I'm in when I'm performing if they're in the room or if they're attached to the project or things like that um speaking yeah. about all of this stuff how what do you do how do you deal with the rejection because obviously it's such a big part of of the job that we do we're not going to get every single role we go for um totally so what's the one thing that you do you know are you is it is it quite easy for you to kind of just be like okay well I didn't get that move on or do you kind of stew on it for a few days or how do you how do you deal with the rejection part of all of this that's a good question um in in the beginning of of my you know journey I took everything very really hard yes um like too hard you know like you used to just have to like sit in the bath and be comatose and just be like oh how can this happen yeah. but I think I do think time and and experience does actually help um I tend to I tend to try and not get excited about things and I think that's obviously sometimes you can't help it your dream right. show comes there's a dream role you, you you're gonna feel that shitty every time yeah. you don't get yeah. it you're gonna come home and be like oh my gosh, and cry or whatever, yes. and you're going to feel shitty. But then, you know, there's some shows that come up and I think, wow, this would be a great show to get in. Yeah. But I don't let it penetrate my mind. And you yes. be like, oh, yes. I see myself playing this role. And now I see this and I see this. I just I just close off and I say, let me just take it day by day yes. and deal with the stuff that's right in front of me. And so that's kind of how I tend to deal with most opportunities that come my way yeah. and then something else that's been so significant is to have to have other things in your life that are important yes so you come home from a shitty audition or you come home from getting rejected or whatever mm -hmm. but then you get to speak to a friend who doesn't care about that stuff yes. and you just speak about something else or yes. you can phone a family member or you can do whatever or have even have a TV show that you love to watch or, or whatever it yes. is, just find, find joy in other places yes. so that you don't put all of your eggs into this like into crazy industry basket. Yeah, and then so as absolutely. soon as they're rejected, you're like, I have nothing left. But yes. that shouldn't be how it is, you know? Yeah. Like you should have other things that keep you fulfilled. And I think that does help when it comes to rejection. Yeah, I'm actually just watching you. You guys can't see, but Ashley is embroidering right now. So you have these, <laughs> I love that. So you have, you have other things in your life, you know, yes, you're yeah. a performer, yeah. but there are other things that are of equal importance to you. And you, yeah, and I love that you always or do your best to devote enough time to everything. So, you know, you embroider if you need to, but you also sing if you need to. There'll be some ukulele playing if, if you need to be. You know what I mean? You always find the, the balance. Yeah, I do, I do try. I, I must say it's become very clear to me over this COVID time in particular yes. mm -hmm. how, how significant these side projects actually are to me. Because obviously yeah. we've not done theatre. We've been yes. restricted know everything but now I've been able to focus my energy into things that I that I love and that I've that I've 
had for a while and that you know yeah. keep me going and I'm interested in and I'm so grateful for those things now more than ever you know that I yeah. can take time to sell secondhand clothes and I can take my yeah. time to embroider people's portraits and I can you know whatever else that I've got going on yeah. at the moment I can put something into that and I think that's been that's been really great for me and I think in the beginning I with musical theater mm-hmm. I, I struggled a bit I had a few years where I wasn't working really get a job didn't know if it was for me it forced me to like look into all these side hassles it forced yes. me to open my mind to firstly obviously other ways of making money yes. but then secondly like just understanding that it doesn't have to be my whole life that I can yes. have other interests that I love and I'm devoted to and whatever yes. and yeah it's been it's been so it's been so useful now and it's I'm so grateful that I had that difficult time in the beginning mm-hmm. So that it expanded my skill set and my yeah. interests. Yeah, I and love now that. today it benefits me. Yeah. yeah, Ashley is my favorite little hustler. She she hustles, <laughs> guys. I'm a hustler. is in a, in the hustle. This girl has it. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Uh, talking about this time in COVID when you were thinking about like, oh, you know, I have these other skill sets that I can use. For me, it was mm-hmm. the opposite because I. I'm such a workhorse and I, everything yeah. that I do is like for the work, for the job. How can I for work? It's just work, work, work. And I, because I am that way, I have made stupid sacrifices in terms of yeah. my social life personally. Uh-huh. Um, so now that it was COVID and you're like stuck in your house, I was yeah. like, oh my God, I don't have, I don't have any hobbies. Like I literally <laughs> have no life. Um, so that's really also forced me to to kind of take a step back and go, what are the other things that I enjoy doing and how can I add more time to do that to my life and not just work, work, work? Because at the end of the day, what what is it what is all the work worth? You know, if I have a great show, there's no one to kind of share that happy moment with. There's because I've I've not cultivated friendships and relationships and things like that. So um, very very important I think, like you said, to have um, like side hustles and other interests. One hundred percent. I mean, I've I've almost got the the opposite problem in that I have kind of expanded my interests and whatever, but I also have this kind of bad obsession with trying to monetize all of my hobbies. Okay. So okay. do you know what I mean? So I love yeah. sustainability. I love, embro- like I started embroidery, loved it immediately mm-hmm. because I've been hustling since like Forever. day one. <laughs> you, must say, you must say that I hair flicked. Yeah, she did I a hair that. flick on that day one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it means that I, I sometimes start to resent my hobbies. Like I've been so okay. busy now. I've had so many embroidery commissions. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I'm up to my ears in, I also work for copywriting companies, so I do copywriting. I'm like busy copywriting and embroidering and folding clothes that need to be connected. Like sometimes I actually start to hate it. So what you're saying is even relevant for me. It's like we still need to take time to to actually enjoy things and not just be on the hustle the whole time or be on the job the whole time. You know, Mm -hmm. we need to take time to just do things that we like to do and not not try be furthering our career or whatever with yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
like, I mean, especially this time, I was like, oh, how can I find a way to do this? And we can do it via Zoom and I can do this. And it's like, yeah. oh my God, girl, take a step back and breathe. You've done nothing but yeah. work ever since you walked out of that college gate. So mm-hmm. you, I think you've earned it to just, you know, have a breath. Um, 100%. Speaking about back to auditions, have you mm-hmm. ever had an audition that was well you that you thought went so badly and then yes. you booked the job and and you were like how that was so terrible how how could i have ever possibly booked that job <laughs> that is a that is a good question um uh, n- no <laughs> Not really, not with musical theatre because it's like I know when it's going bad. Yeah, in a musical theatre audition, when you're like, "Hi, (laughs) you're like never gonna get this job. Like ever, I don't, don't get the job." Um, Yeah. What What's interesting for me though, like similar on the vein, is is castings. Yes. Yes. So yeah. So even if there's a casting that you were like, "That was terrible," and then they're like, "We need her." Totally. It was my, my first my first um, casting that I ever booked was a McDonald's McDonald's smoothie thing. Just quite oh. funny because I'm a vegan, obviously. Oh, so so it's I didn't, strange, I didn't even know McDonald's did smoothies. <laughs> they do in Germany. It was a German. Oh, ad. oh, sorry. Excuse me. She's international. <laughs> no, she, she is. She's international. Um, so it, it was a, it was a casting um, where you had to sip a smoothie and it had to make a slurp sound a what sound um, but a slurp like you know like, uh, oh it's, oh a slurp sound yeah but it's actually really hard to do that through a straw when when there's like nothing in the oh there. yeah it yeah. just sounds like <laughs> 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 nothing so they they put water in in a glass with a straw and they were like, okay. make the slurp sound. So I remember being in there and like, you know, it had to be all oh, like happy Donald's thing and then sip the water and slurp, like, which I, I tried to create a lot of tension so it would make a sound and it went like, you know, on the inside <laughs> out your nose, like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And I like choked and spluttered and I was in hysterics because it was my, it was, it was my first casting and I oh. was like, I've, I've just fucked it up so bad. Like, <laughs> like, like how damn. terrible and embarrassing and horrendous was this? And she even said, thank you very much. I was like, thank you so much. She's like, thank you. Don't change your hair. I'm like, okay, I don't think it's going to be a problem, but whatever. <laughs> Left, like, literally the next day, my agent was like, hey, you booked McDonald's. You're flying to Cape Town tomorrow. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> so the- yeah, so that, that has happened before. <laughs> I love that. Can you just slurp for us, please? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the, things, the things they make us do. Oh, in casting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly. The things they make us do. Like, can you just wrap this gift? Just pretend to wrap it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> um, speaking oh, about all sets, like slurping. Um, yes. Have you ever, <laughs> in a casting or even in a theatre audition, have you ever... Mm-hmm lied about a certain skill set to get Ooh. a job or to get a leg up like yes I'm a great surfer or 
I don't know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, girl. Or I speak a different yeah. language or, do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Um, I, I think, I, I don't think that I outright lie. Like, I, I think I would be very nervous to be like, yes, I can ride a horse or like, yes, I can surf. Yeah. But I think I definitely do embellish a bit or like mm. maybe over overestimate like uh, you know they'll be like well can you play remember something can you play a banjo i was like well I'll oh yes I was like anything oh, yes. with strings is fine yeah. <laughs> which is a lie the banjo is so hard oh, i remember you telling oh, me that yeah, story about the banjo, banjo. she's like yeah i can yeah. play a banjo and then but you ended yeah. up playing a banjo in that show right i did i did play the banjo yeah so great. Which was great. You're like, I can play any <laughs> string. Okay, here's the cello. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. A, a violin or yeah. something outrageous. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, sometimes I embellish just a bit. Just a little bit. Um, yeah, we all do. What was, what has been for you the best audition advice that you have ever gotten? That's, you know, so even if it's something that you overheard someone else say to someone else or you read it somewhere, but it's just stuck with you. I, something that I, I try to think of before an audition or, or whatever is, is actually something that someone said to me just before I started singing. Um, I was in an audition for something and I was on the stage and mm-hmm. one of the panel said to me, just take a breath. We're, we're all rooting for you. And I think like there's this feeling naturally that when you go in that they, they hate you and you've yes. you got to make them like you, you know? Yes. But um, they obviously want the best people for their things. They're hoping that when you walk in, you, you are like what they're looking for. They, they actually want you to, they want you to succeed. And I, I really try to think of that. I think they, they're really hoping I do well. They're not hoping that I don't do well, which I yeah. think is like weirdly like what we almost think, you know, we go in there right. and we're like, well, I have to prove so much to these people. Exactly. And they are like, hmm, we don't like you. Now I've got to convince them that they must like me, but yeah. it's not actually like that, you know? And I think that's, that's a good thing to think. And it's one of the ways I try and combat my ridiculous nerves. Um, I love that. Um, I, I I don't think I've ever gone in thinking, oh, these people are actually for me. You know, I think I think you're right. Our first instinct is to be like, oh my god, these people hate me, and so I've got my backup. Me. I've got my backup against the wall instantly. I'm super defensive immediately because, <laughs> and now I have to work extra hard because you must like me, and they want you to, you know, they they don't know me, so. 100%. How can I put so much um, pressure on myself? Um, yeah, that's really that's really great. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you some questions that I ask I ask every everyone every episode. Okay, Dang. so these are like these are my fun questions. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay, so, cool. In your opinion, yes. Who? Wait, how can I phrase? Let me see. Who has portrayed a role? the best it, i don't care if it's a movie a tv show a play a musical who for you was so perfectly cast in that role that they can redo it 25 million times they will never come close to this person in that role 
You mean, do you mean like in a South African theater? Anyway, anyway, it it can be a movie you've watched, TV show you've seen. What is the one thing where you're like, oh my God, no one will ever top her being that person. I had a friend who said Meryl Streep in The Devil Wears Prada. I was going to say, like, it's probably going to be... Let, let, let me do something different. Let me, let me do South African theatre. Okay, go for me. And then, and then we'll... Because everyone's going to say Meryl Streep, and I don't want to say Meryl. I want to be different. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> I want to push the boundaries. Push it. Um, do, you know, do you know who I, I loved so much, and I, I love today just as a person as well? Um, I loved Ashley Harvey and Funny Girl as a few God. Oh, I wasn't here. I didn't see that. Yeah, I thought she was just too lovely. And I, I watched her a million times. She's a perfect singer. I love the way she did it. Um, yeah, I, I loved that. <laughs> I loved that show and I loved her in it. And I think that was That's just so a really great. good choice. Yeah. I, heard, I've, I heard so many wonderful things about her in that role. Uh, and I wish yeah. that I had seen it. That's great. I love that. Yeah, um, yeah she was wonderful. Okay, and now, if you could play any role, male or female, mm-hmm. what would it be? M- musical theater, yeah. theater, TV, musical, musical theater. theater. Oh, you know, it for a long time, for a long time, it, it was it was Millie from Thoroughly Modern Millie. Oh, okay, we, we had done that. When I was in PE, we had done that, um, like, in oh, amateur yes, way. Yes, I know, I know about that production, yeah. Yeah, and we had Judy Page in the cast and Brendan Van Rain. We had, yeah. We had, like, this really cool, like, amateur, like, theatre scene there. And for a long time, it was it was Millie. It's such a great musical, though. It's so fun. It's, it's so great. It's freaking awesome. But now I am a huge fan of, like, the... OG OG musicals and I love South Pacific and I have for like the longest time so to be Nelly in South Pacific would also be would also be wonderful I'd love that yeah yeah oh that's great yeah (laughs) well Ash thank you so much for chatting with us today you're so welcome anytime um good luck with all your uh side hustles pal (laughs) Shit, thank you. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode of I Hope I Get It, the podcast. Um, you can keep up to date with Ashley. You can follow her on Instagram at Ashley Sue Butcher. We're also on Instagram at Hope I Get It Pod. And we'll see you guys next time.